Exodus 35. Uh, there's another Sabbath day reminder here. Uh, six days you shall work, and then on the seventh, a day of complete rest. Don't even light a fire. Anyone who breaks this and works should be put to death. So this one was very serious. Um, and he talks about it a lot, Moses. Um, and it's it's repeated many times, along with a lot of other rules that seem odd. But I think it's important that people have a day of reflection and a day of, uh, of putting their minds back on the one that saved them, especially for this, this covenant relationship that God had with Israel. Uh, so then next is um, the collection. So uh, he said, anyone whose heart is willing to bring these things, uh, the, the things that are needed for the tabernacle, and then he lists out all the things that are needed, um, a whole bunch of different metals and linens, wood, spices, gems. Uh, it's a it's a long list. Um, and any skilled craftsman, wise in heart or internally skillful, um, come and make everything that Yahweh commanded. And then the community left Moses. So they all went home. And what's funny is that this is this is the this is exactly what they tell you not to do at a modern sales pitch. Uh, always push for the sale at, in the moment. Don't let them walk away. Um, as soon as somebody leaves the lot, then, well, they're, they're, the sale's not going to be to you. Um, so he he let them walk away. He let them all go home. And and he wanted to see who was truly moved by the Spirit. I mean, I've, seen, I've seen the sales thing happen in churches, too, of... Do it right now. And that's a modern sales approach. That is not the approach that is biblical. This is to see who is truly moved by the Spirit. And so everyone whose heart was moved and whose spirit prompted him came and they brought. Um, so, uh, so it says that their, their heart was moved and their, their spirit was prompted. Um, that can go a few different ways. Literally, it's everyone who carried or bannered up their heart. Um, all with willing or volunteered spirits. So everybody whose heart was moved, everyone who lifted their heart up to God, um, and who was willing and moved in their in their spirit. Uh, men and women came with jewelry. Everyone came with fine linens. Uh, skilled women spun new linens uh, with their hands, and they brought it. And then leaders brought gemstones and spices and oils. This is the whole community coming together. Uh, and not just giving what they had, but creating more to give what they what they could give. This is pretty incredible. And it wasn't with guilt, it wasn't with shame, it was here is what Yahweh wants to do, and this is a response out of gratitude, out of lifting up their hearts. And so then there are these uh, two technical leads. We've met them before. Um, Betzalel and Aholiab. And, uh, and they were filled with God's spirit, with wisdom, with understanding, and the ability to design, cut, and carve. And also Aholiab. That's the second one. And uh, Yahweh gave them both the ability to teach. And were filled uh, with skill to cut gems and design and embroider and weave. And uh, one of those words in there that 
teach. That wasn't in the original description, uh, a chapter or two ago. I went and looked at it. Uh, and there's no, there's no mention of teaching. It was just talking about their skill and their wisdom and their understanding, their perception, their, their innate gifts to do things like stone cutting and carving and design work and embroidery and, um, and all of these, these skills. These are very diverse set of skills. Normally you don't get them all in one person. I mean, and here you get them in two people. Um, so I looked up that word to teach. And similarly to the word leadership that I found earlier, this one, this one has some interesting things to glean about teaching. So the word is uh, yara. Uh, and it's, it literally means to throw or to shoot. And then figuratively, it means to teach or instruct. So this is used for um, casting lots, or like throwing dice. Uh, it's used for uh, shooting someone through with an arrow. So when uh, somebody went up on the mountain and they weren't supposed to go up on the mountain and they weren't supposed to touch them with their hands, they're supposed to yara them through with an arrow which is not to teach them through with an arrow, arrow it's to shoot them. <laughs> um, and it's sometimes used of water. So um, when God throws or shoots water from the heavens, then it's rain. Um, or, th you know, throwing, casting. The first time I read casting, I was thinking, like, casting, like, a, a metal image with, a, with a, something. But that's not what it is. Not that kind of cast. Cast like throw. Um, the water usage is actually very rare. There's only two mentions where it's water. Uh, and they're both instances where they could probably be interpreted in other ways. Well, one of them is. The other one is not really. Um, but that's a, that was a little side tangent I went on. 80-90% of these are either to literally throw or shoot or to teach and instruct. And so, teaching is throwing, it's, uh, it's um, casting out knowledge, like seeds, for somebody to pick up, or is uh, piercing someone through with, with wisdom and knowledge so that it strikes their heart and they are changed. Um, there's uh, the idea of being struck to the core. In a teaching, is similar to this, and so. And so he, Aholiab and Betzalel, were both given the ability to. Teach, to, to throw out and shoot, wisdom and knowledge and understanding, the ability to design and carve and cut, and and embroider and weave, and. And to do it themselves, so that it wasn't just them doing it. Because earlier, um, it says anyone, uh, anyone who is a skilled craftsman, anyone who is wise in their heart or um, innately skillful, um, skillful or, or wise in their inmost self, um, come and make everything that Yahweh commanded. And here are two that Yahweh put in charge who are able to teach, who are able to do it and teach it. 